0: Welcome to Burst in the Bubble with Tasha and Orlan, this is Orlan, and today we will be doing our second part of our dating segment here at Barrie, and today with me I have two, uh, three very special guests. I have Evan, Thomas, and David. And um, they will be actually with me on this conversation about dating at Barrie. But we will be focusing also on a lot of things like just dating in the PWI, which is very interesting. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys introduce yourselves. You know, anybody can go first. All right, since Evan don't want to go first.
1: (laughs) My my name is Thomas. Um, I'm a senior. I'm a finance major. And I'm part of WindShape, which is a um, a Christian uh, group here on like mountain campus here at Barry, and we lived together all four years and learn how to uh learn how to share the story of God
2: awesome oh yeah my name is Evan I am a senior elementary education major and um this is my very first podcast and so I'm really excited like learn how it goes and see what happens Awesome, awesome. Well,
0: welcome, guys. Thank you guys for actually being here. Um, I know this is a very interesting topic for most of us. Um, You know, part of this, the goal of this podcast is to bring perceptions of marginalized groups um, and their experiences because we are not, we don't have a monolith experience, Mm -hmm. right? We all have our own little, um, our own little experience. And so a lot of times um, our experiences kind of are a lot of times uncared for. And, you know, um, that's why we decided to do this segment because hopefully in the next episode we'll have um, either a psychologist or somebody who studies um, dating and, and love and, you know, in that field and talk about how the impacts on on that aspect when it comes to your um, intersectionality and mm-hmm. your color of your skin, your sexual orientation and preference. But anyways, enough of me. Okay. <laughs> enough of what I'm talking about. So um, let's just go ahead and get started. So if you guys don't
2: mind, um, what is your sexual orientation?
1: Yeah. Does
2: go okay. Yeah, I'll take it this time. Okay. Um, I identify as queer, um, which is something new for me. I've like taken some time to figure that out, and I've just stepped into that identification. But yeah.
0: Awesome.
2: I'm um, straight.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's that's been my journey, and and
1: yeah.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And so, um, I'm for those who do not know, I'm actually bi too. Mm-hmm. Um. Here, I I guess I haven't been as vocal about it, but that's mostly because it's Barry. <laughs> <laughs> right. saying, right? it's, there's not really
2: a space for you to be vocal about it. Right. And I think, too, with me, at least, it was like, if I become vocal about it, I'm going to be known as that one queer
0: mm. that everyone
2: knows. Like, in my head, and this could just be like me saying this, but I get a sense there's a sense that Barry, like, Everyone knows one gay, one lesbian. Yeah. And, like they become the beacon and for lesbianism. Yeah, for yeah, gay, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. become absolutely. the token. And like
0: absolutely, And And I think that you know, going back to that, um, you know, when we talk about um, you know the gay experience, right? Um, especially specifically when it comes to dating, it's very limited here. You know, yeah. um, see, and I'm kind of fortunate enough where it's like I don't have to close myself just to Barry because I live two hours away Mm. during the weekends. I'm gone. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, but right now with COVID and everything it has been a little much harder. Right. And so, um, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get that, um, talking about that in just more of a second. But, um, how would you describe the dating culture at Barry?
2: It's very much, um, in my opinion, like a date to marry situation, which is totally fine. Yes. um, But it's also a date to marry like by graduation or like
1: mm-hmm.
2: the m- September after graduation, like we're dating to find a spouse and start our lives right now this second like let's get it done
0: definitely
1: there's a lot of many marriages and a lot of lumping
0: together i was i was I was very surprised when I first kind of married um I, I that's when I first heard the term ring by spring mm-hmm. me too <laughs> <laughs> so, so very real. yeah, and I was extremely just taken away by how like how many people were like that's the goal mm-hmm. yeah right and so um and so it was very interesting and thomas you know not to singular pointed you out but <laughs> yeah. wind shape is <laughs> famously known you know for <laughs> for ring and spring so could would you mind talking more about that idea and how do you see that and you know in your experience definitely um that's
1: that's probably like a like a christian culture i think like mm-hmm. you you find somebody you think oh my goodness i'm blessed with this person Let's rush into this. We're starting life together. It, 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 I mean, it's really easy to do that, I think. Um, like this, like your senior year, like you're all getting jobs. It's easy to plan together instead of, like, like letting God work. Um, so it's really easy to uh, rush into marriage, I think. Which is, no. look, if you love that
0: person, Pain love that mean. person. Right. Yeah. Please, Pain
1: please. But don't rush anything out of ease. Um that's my outlook on it, I guess you could say.
0: So, have you thought about Ringling Spring, or was it something that <laughs> they miss you with it, or?
1: Um, my first relationship, I rushed into, Okay. and we rushed a lot of things, so that was a thought one time, like one day, mm-hmm. one hour, maybe, now it's just dating, like awesome. we're not, marriage is not there, It's it's, we're going to go on dates, we're going to enjoy time together, so... No, it's not on my mind at
2: all. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool. Evan, what about you? Ring by Spring, what's going on? Um, like, you said when you came to bear, you were surprised by it. And I was surprised there was a term for it, but actually being surprised by like, the phenomena of like, Ring by Spring wasn't surprising for me because mm-hmm. I grew up 20 minutes on the road. And even my senior year in high school, there people who were, like, married and having babies. What? Senior year of high school. So, like, I think it's very much just the culture of the Deep South mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. going back into religion because I was raised Christian, like, you're raised from, like, or you're told from a very young age, like, that's the whole purpose of life is to get married and have a family. And, like, right. that's what your life is all about. And so I understand the phenomenon, not that I am a f- part of it. <laughs> um, I don't think it, like, fits me right now for what I want in my life. But I do understand, like, why it exists. Definitely.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, for those who don't know, who might be listening or and, like, they're like, dang, they're talking about a lot of Christianity or, like, a lot of religion. Mm-hmm. Well, Barry is, what, Christian in spirit? Is that, that the stuff got?
1: Uh,
0: oh, my gosh, based off of values of Christianity. Yeah, right. Values so of Christianity. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's, the culture here is predominantly, you know, Christian. Oh, you know, Christian. Mm-hmm. Um And so, you know, one of the things that, um, so what Tasha did during her first podcast was she sent out, a questionnaire, mm-hmm. a survey. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asked a lot of people to send, you know, to fill out on the back. Yeah. But one thing that I really noticed is that if uh, most, if not all, the people who replied were women. Really? Yeah, were women. It wasn't we didn't really get the 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 says so that over here. The, yeah, that's you guys are Yeah, it, it was a lot of women and a yeah. lot, and you know um, and then, I know you guys heard the podcast. Mm. Um, that you know um, that Tasha did with with the Gauls. and so um, I we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show, just to get your thoughts about it. But do you, from what you see, do you think dating the dating experience from um, it's completely different from a from a man to a woman here at Barry, or do you think they were?
2: I think there are different groups under like the mm-hmm. dating umbrella, and for both genders and. Different religions—they all like have the goal of dating someone and finding somebody, but like the way they go about it is very mm-hmm. different. Different, okay. Yeah. So
0: you know, we talk about Barry, right? But it seems like Barry, there's like a—we talk about how there's an umbrella mm-hmm. under dating, but it seems like, and you know, in my experience, right, in my in my perception of Barry, it seems like it's very—if you don't belong in a certain group, mm-hmm. dating is almost like impossible. just not. Yes, yeah, impossible. Yeah, go ahead and try. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um it seems to me like um the if you're it it's 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 difficult if you are non religious mm. or if you're non Christian. Um it seems like it's difficult if you're from the LGBTQIA community. Um it seems it's difficult if you're brown skin Definitely, black. <laughs> it's it's
1: it's so it's close minded. Mm. It's yeah. close minded. A- 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 um like folks come in like with the idea that uh, they have of a person, and if you don't fit that idea, you're not gonna there's no chance right yeah. so yeah people have, have date each other just Have something. you guys
0: had any experiences where it's like you felt like your persona or your skin tone or something about you you know pushed you back on the dating um
2: scene, or I don't know like the dating scene in specific, but I do know like coming to Barry my first year. It was very much. I was black on the weekends when I went home, and when I went back to school, I was just Evan from Northwest Georgia. I didn't have, like, a race associated with me because I didn't feel comfortable expressing Mm -hmm. a race because there was no other, like, exposure of it on campus. Mm. Like, all you see is, like, the one same thing on campus. And so being different, you immediately become, like, the face of Barry PR, like, you're on every um, magazine or everything yes, like that. Yes, you yes, become yes. that one person who does that one thing. The tokenism again. Yeah, yes, the tokenism. Exactly. So, for me, it's very much of, like, stepping back and allowing things to go around on like around me instead of jumping into it and being mm, a part of, like, who I actually am.
1: Definitely. I um, It's my race. I'm biracial. Uh, mom is black, dad is white. So my race didn't stop me, but it adds a worry, right? Oh, okay. Say if I pursue a girl that is white or um, Asian, um, that might be an issue. Like, their parents might not want them to see mm-hmm. me, right? So, it's kind of like, that didn't stop me, of course, but
0: uh, It's extra it's extra burden. Yeah, burden on you, yeah,
2: you know, yeah, it's so. a worry. And I will say, too, sorry, no, but even in the black community, there's, like, the thing of, like, dating outside your race is not forbidden, but kind of taboo. Yeah, Yeah, which is really weird. You wouldn't think, but a lot of times, like, you'll find, like, a lot of marginalized voices continue to marginalize others. Right, Mm. right, right. And it's a really weird phenomenon that, like, has to be stopped at some point. Exactly.
0: And I think with, well, you know, um, and I've been running with issues with using the term Latinx, too, Mm -hmm. because um, the the term Latinx, it kind of encompasses a lot of different diverse groups into one. Mm -hmm. And like I said, that's kind of difficult to do because all com- different communities have different experiences, <laughs> right? right? right. Um, but one thing that I think that um, is interesting um, when it comes to like the brown skin and darker skin of the Latinx community, mm-hmm. it's the idea of whitening. Um, white thing. Yeah. And so what happens is, you know, going to Evans where, you know, um, here in American culture, black on black, um, if you raise if um, black on black relationships are seen as like just the better option than, you know, yeah. out- dating outside. Right. But the Latinx community is almost seen as If you are dating a white person,
2: you're doing a better job. Mm. I will say there is that, too, in the black community. Like, there are subsets, I should say. No, there are subsets, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's like you have, like, these people are voicing, like, hey, don't go outside of your race. And these people are like, oh, you should go outside of your race. But it depends the way that it's being promoted to, right? I think exactly. that's so important, exactly. right? Because in
0: the Latinx community, once again, and I'm using the term Latinx here very broadly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, in mostly the brown skin or melanin in your skin, right? <laughs> um, it seemed that the, you know, the, the whiter the person is, the lighter the person is, um, definitely brings more um, stature into your social scene, um, mm-hmm. it brings, you know, and so, and we'll talk about colorism and how the media plays a role in just, in dating and just saying, but but it's very interesting to to kind of, like, discuss this and because, I mean, going back to your point where it's, like, when you're dating outside yeah. where you're raised, right? Yeah. Uh, for example, like, one thing that I, I worry about often here and has kind of held me back from, like, it's, like, you know, I don't want to start talking to somebody and then they hit me with, like, Black lives don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <God>. like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, yeah.
2: mind. <laughs> it's like, you don't want to be with that person anyway, like, if that's yeah. what they believe, right. versus, like, going so far into something and then finding out something so astonishing and, like, that changes your viewpoint so drastically is, like, heartbreaking. It is.
1: So like, what, so, like, when you are dating or looking to date, their looks matter, of course. Like, you're going to be attracted to somebody, but, like, no more than that, you know what I'm saying. Like, don't pursue somebody just because they looks, because they look cute right. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But um, yeah. So it takes more than just looks, I guess you could say. So
0: I guess this would lead to my, this actually um, amazingly lead to my next question, which would be, um, when you guys see the person you guys. Want to well, I mean, you are in the relationship. You feel me? So, so I don't want to get you in trouble here or no, <laughs> So you don't have to ask me to what to. But like, when you're looking into a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. What does that ideal person look like? What, what, what is it that you you're looking for in that person, right? For example, myself, like you said, like physicality is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, I feel like, um, um, it, it's something that also has to be. I'm threaded with caution definitely right Um, because there's a difference between saying I prefer something and then dehumanizing people who do not Mm -hmm. fit that mold yeah right and so um, for example you know like um, like you said physicality is important but to me something that is extremely important is also Mm -hmm. like your thought your thought process right like how what do you think right Um, and that doesn't mean we have to agree with everything right yeah of course but there shouldn't be no disagreement on fundamental ideas like black lives do matter. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, there shouldn't right. be any issues with saying you know, um, we should definitely look at humanity. Um, you know, certain things like those, you know, um, I I know you're religious so is religion something, a component that, you know, plays into?
1: Um. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know some, you know if Um. the girl, or the guy is religious or not by their walk, I think uh, they shouldn't have to say, oh, I'm such and such like you'll know Mm -hmm. and so like my girlfriend now um she's catholic i'm not so it's not like limiting we still love the same Mm -hmm. god um so just learning from each other i think Mm -hmm. i'm attracted to learning from that person Uh, so if i can learn from you if you can like help me at the same rate that i help you cool golden so looks wise yes of course that matters but um um, your thought process too that matters like your passion like what you're passionate about if you're able to um, speak up if you're marginalized or not all of those matter
2: what about you have? yeah um, just to piggyback off of that like I've always been a firm believer of like actions speak louder than words oh, okay. that's just Definitely. what I was told growing up and like I try to express myself by that Um, so it's not always like what you believe but like how you Go about expressing your beliefs. Exactly. Um, and yeah, like you guys said, physicality matters but like not as much as your belief system. And that doesn't mean to say like you have to be a certain religion or like anything, because like I myself am non religious right now. Mm-hmm. Like in five years that can always change. Like, Absolutely. like I believe you go through seasons in life and just finding someone who's in the same season as you are is challenging. Um but definitely something that's important, I think. Definitely
0: awesome yeah no I mean and that's something that um, it's crucial but how do you think the berry bubble affects that then right <laughs> because you know I mean you know we, we would love to talk, we, we, we're we having a very candid conversation about you know um, this ideal versions of people mm-hmm. we want so how does the berry bubble ha- have shaped that it, it, uh,
1: um limiting and there's a lot of a lot of very closed minded people. Mm-hmm. They're stuck in their ways. And yeah. There's not a lot of understanding here. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like for me I'm attracted to like a magnitude of people. Um however well with that being said, there seems to be like only a few type of people at Barry, mm-hmm. And so once you run the gauntlet and like all those people, there's nothing else to do. Like, yeah. no reason to search anymore. like, you see, once <laughs> you see five people, you see everybody's married. So it's like, once you run out of options, you just, I guess just sit and wait until something yeah. else comes along, or like until you change about your situation or something.
0: Yeah. Dang. And uh, you know, just kind of take a step back from that a little bit. How would you describe the berry bubble?
2: Oh. Oh. oh, that look that look oh, oh. <laughs> because I'm trying to find like the right words to describe no, it no because I think like that's the
0: look we all get
2: yeah. when we're like mm-hmm. how do
0: you describe the berry
2: bubble right and we're just
0: there like oh, because like
2: you can understand the look like you understand what that means by, like putting that in the words yeah, in a way that's like not offensive to anybody but also that gets realistic. your point across right. yeah <laughs> and I think it's very hard to for me at least being a person of color like if I have opinions that I express passionately they become into like Anger. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing like the angry black person was like is not me by any means. Um, so absolutely now if you guys know Evan, he is <laughs> Like, I, yeah I get angry of course we all do but, like, but even
0: when you get angry it's not angry I'm very <laughs> passive aggressive like, I'm not you get a little attitude you know like, you do get a little yeah, attitude you but get. you don't get like anger it's now creepy. me on the other hand you will get
2: angry <laughs> yeah like being typecast like that angry black person is mm-hmm. something I've always feared so I mm-hmm. it comes hard for me to like express my thoughts but going back to your question like what is the culture of bear, like who, who? what was your question yeah what is the berry bubble yeah um I would describe it I think as like your typical religious campus in the deep south. Yeah. I think that gets everything. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. that's, <laughs> that's everything. Yeah. With the stable PWI. I think you know Yeah. Okay.
1: It's it's um it's a facade in a sense. It's mm. it's pretty, it's beautiful. Uh, nice land. It's a great school. I've had opportunities here. Like I got a job because I went to Bear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um but it's not as real as it could be,
2: mm. for sure. It's very surface level. Yeah. Mm. Like the phrase, beauty is only skin deep. Yeah. That kind of applies to Barry. <laughs> because, like, exactly. once you dive deeper into it, you see that, like, people's initial actions of, like, social justice and, like, we care about you and the world yeah. are just, like, sayings. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. It's symmetric. They're a metric. They just mean
2: them. just Yeah.
0: Mm. Now, one thing that I've heard is. Um, This campus hasn't been very, going back to your point, have been very active when it comes to social and justice and just justice in general, right? Um, I feel like we all know that this campus struggles with diversity in itself, and, you know, it's kind of disappointing how sometimes they don't understand the difference between diversity and inclusion, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So you being um, you and, you know, um, I know I had different conversations with you guys, and I know how you guys are passionate about certain um, so especially when it comes to racial and, you know, just um, equity in general, how has that impacted your dating scene at a campus like Barry? Have you felt like you had to repress that or have you felt like, you know, because I know, for example, in my in my, in, in my case, um, for the first couple of years, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't speak up. Mm-hmm. Right. I said no. I, I, I said it completely quiet and mainly. Yeah. Yes, it was more about the friends or whatever, but, you know, it it's just not a place where I felt like you could be vocal about it. Yeah. And so now I can just think about, like, dating. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? How are you, you know, like, dang, what what, what happens when you're dating somebody in, in, in a situation like, you know, like this? So do you guys have any uh, opinions or c- comments about that?
1: When you see movies, okay. uh, uh, um, you see, like, Harvard and, yeah, you know, like, you see students... Speaking their mind, and, like, protest. You see people signing petitions. That's not here, Barry. <laughs> That's right. No. Yeah, so it's right, been yeah. like, so it's like, why don't we have that? Since we want to be like them, since we want to be prestigious, why don't we have students going out and
2: doing their job, being students? And, I'd like, to speak on that, not to cut you off, but, like, mm-hmm. I think we do have that at some level. Yeah. Um, It's just not met with the same, like, positive attitude by admin as mm, it is true. at the other universities true it's like once you do it once or twice and they shut you down it's like why do it again exactly
0: so it's not a safe place to do that right and so it has but has that impacted your your dating scene at the end of the day right had, or has that because i mean that's one thing that has what's very off-putting here right like it was just once you can go with the idea of like cautionary of like what do you truly think Mm-hmm. right like well, well you know are you are you gonna be yeah. able to because we know like in a relationship and i feel like you know um and please let me know if i'm you know be like no that's not what i think <laughs> um i feel like for um most of individuals they look for somebody who it's going to be like the support system that you're talking about so if i'm yeah, out definitely, there definitely I, I <laughs> definitely <laughs> let's go out there together right right, right, right,
1: right. now like that has helped me like now cause my girlfriend is white and so it's kind of like she hasn't been on um social media with a black square. she's just not she might have done that, but that's not where she, where it stops. I think you see your allies, white, black, whatever it is, like when you're able to protest, when you're able to speak your mind. So I think it helps you zone in and spotlight the people who think like you like who believe what you believe in,
2: yeah for sure. I think for me, there's been some hesitation like regarding it just because I don't want to jump into a relationship and like someone use me as like their vehicle for change. Mm. And I don't want to be someone's reason for doing something. Like, you have to want that inside your own self, not because yeah. you're dating a minority. You're fighting for them. I don't want Good the point. white savior. Good point. Good point. I just, that's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> do you support me? Yes, right. but, Like yeah. I don't want to be... The only reason you're doing something, yes, Right. exactly, right. and
1: and and not for her sake, not with her, but that's a worry. Like that's th- that's always a worry of like, yeah. why are they,
0: why are they here, um, are they like, you know, what's your motive?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Interesting, interesting. I'm, I'm glad you brought the white terrorism up because like, yeah, you know, I guess that really encompasses something. You know, like I feel right. Like mm-hmm. it's like. The idea of like it shouldn't take the brown or black person for you to like want to speak change. up and change, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like
2: it's something that's prevalent here at Berry, um, and it's hard to like define where white saviorism like starts and ends, and so going about and like talking about it is very like I'm kind of trepidatious about it because I don't want to offend those who are actually trying to do things and like mm-hmm. stop them from doing things, mm-hmm. but it becomes a problem I think when your Motive for change, like so you feel better about yourself, yeah, and not for changing the world. Exactly. And
0: uh, my question to you guys would be: Do you guys think that your dating experience would? Well, let's talk about your dating experience, for example. For just to yeah, see, yeah. Start <laughs> off. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what has been your dating experience? I know, um, Thomas, you talked a little bit of you were in a relationship beforehand, mm-hmm. but I um, mean, Evan, you haven't said anything. So, could you guys kind of like talk about your dating experience here at Barry? For your, um, your the, both of you guys are seniors, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. So, can you guys like um, for the past four years? Wow. Well. Three and, a half? So three, three and a half? Three, three, three and three. a
2: yeah, half? Yeah, yeah. So for the past three and a half years, what um how has your dating experience been? Yeah, for me it's been like very stagnant for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> um I grew up in a very religious family. My brother got his high school girlfriend pregnant and like that was a whole thing. Um so dating for me was not an option growing up. Mm-hmm. And so when I came to Barry, I was like, Yeah, this is gonna be a great time for me but then I was, like, hit with this whole identity crisis. Like, I didn't know who I was. It's mm-hmm. so, like, how do you date someone when you don't know who you are, like, what you're advertising? Yeah. Um, and so now that I finally found that, it's like, I'm in this whole new season of life where I'm graduating, planning on moving. It's so, like, why am I starting something now to take somebody with me? Like, if they don't want to go with me, what do I do with yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So it's been very complicated this whole time, but, like, it's been more so, like, figuring out Evan more so than dating.
0: Definitely. Would you say
2: that the culture here kind of Exacerbated that feeling of identity crisis? Definitely, definitely. Because I was coming to this school and I was like, freshman year, I was all about Barry. And like, I still am about Barry. Like, Barry's a great school. The freshman year, like, put a flag on me, paint me blue, (laughs) 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 like, see me down the street and I will sing (laughs) phrases (laughs) ad nauseum about Barry. Um, But like, as you go through something, like, you figure out the shortfalls of a system that continues to fail you and people like you over and over again, you lose some of that zeal and some of that passion. Mm Um, and so it was more so like me saying, "Who am I? How do I fit in in this culture?" And then in regards to dating, what would I look for in this culture? Mm, yeah, something you feel bamboozled, bamboozled, hoodwinked. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Thomas.
1: Um. So yeah, I came to Barry. I-, I rushed into a relationship that freshman year type of th- it's Like, oh, I'm like, so excited! I want a girlfriend. Boom. That lasted um for about two years um, after that that ended I kind of just went away like I was just on mountain campus chilling finding myself like Evan said mm-hmm. so it's been more of Thomas finding Thomas um, and just recently um, had the courage to start dating mm-hmm. not like a mini marriage but just pursuing like going on dates simple fun with one girl so it's just been slow, growing, just up and down, finding Thomas, in a sense.
0: Good, okay, awesome, awesome. So Uh now that we know your dating experience, how would you say that um, the culture here, (coughs) or do you think that if there was more diversity and inclusion, would your dating experience be a little bit different? Why is that a question? <laughs> 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 yeah. so, you you will be surprised. Okay, Okay, be surprised. Forgive
2: me, I don't know, but I am gonna jump off the bat and say like I would think so wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah. I believe it would be different, just because everywhere you turn, like everything's the same here at Barry. Yes, and also the school is so small. Like mm-hmm. once you've seen twenty five people, you've seen everybody. You know, like that's it. Like even through networking. Like, <laughs> Well, it's the truth, though. Like, once you see one person, they know 15 other people. And like yeah. It just, you end up knowing everybody. Right. Definitely. So, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> okay, okay, awesome.
1: Um, the size of Barry, that makes it hard to date at Barry. Because, mm. like, say something bad happens, like, you cheated on, slash you cheat on somebody. The whole school knows, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like, why would I let my business out?
2: You know? Yeah. And, too, like, for me, it's a thing of, like, the fear of failure. Oh, okay. Like, if you do something and try and you fail, and, like, Thomas said, like, the whole campus knows. Like, <laughs> nobody's going to want to try again with yeah, you. Like, right, right, You can't get your shit together. Right, right exactly. <laughs> so why
0: would I even do that? Exactly. Right, 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 right. No, and, and a lot of times, you know, one of my – I've been navigating for is, like, support systems here, right? And so, like, I'm – the LGBTQIA community does not have a huge support system here. Or, you know, um, BIPOC students in general just don't have a huge support system here. Um, one thing that I found interesting in my experience is, you know, as I've been um, on my own quest to um, this year to um, did my own here, Barry, I realized that there's a lot of people who you are are still. I guess they're still trying to find themselves. Mm. And yet, um, they, I'm confident about myself and I'm confident, you know, about, um, about my sexuality and everything. I, I don't hide it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's just something that I, I, I'm kind of very strong about. Mm-hmm. And so when people find out, um, you know, it's like, Hey, can, discreet right let's you know let's yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, let's Mm -hmm. be discreet about it and Mm -hmm. i was extremely astonished of how many people that i wouldn't have assumed or i wouldn't have thought about because Mm -hmm. once again the culture here is just a little you know a little bit different Mm -hmm. um of how many people were willing to try discreet or willing to i guess the curiosity or trying to figure themselves out yeah But but there's like an attachment of being scared to that, right? Mm. Of being outcasted, of being exiled from their from their groups and associations. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, this is why you know I think like diversity it is is extremely important, right? Because it's like um, the dating experience is actually something very important, right? Because it is an emotional burden, right? See, um, with um, one thing that and you know kind of. Mentioning the Gross Podcast, a lot of they they did mention sometimes where they were like they question themselves. Mm-hmm. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, do you guys think that's a unique experience just in general for women
2: versus No. If it is, then call me a woman. Awesome, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like, awesome, awesome. I think awesome, it's awesome. a human experience. Like okay. once you try something so many times and it doesn't work, you're like well, the common denominator is me, obviously, so what Mm -hmm. the heck is wrong with me? Yeah, And even, too, if you haven't tried it, it's like, oh, I know off the bat that I'm different from everybody else. Like, Mm -hmm. I am the one thing that's different about all of this. Like, it has to be me going forward, like, that's what you know. So, like, it takes a second to, like, psych yourself out, I guess, of, like, telling yourself, it's not me, actually, it's the system, it's the system. Mm -hmm. definitely.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And and so the reason why I even brought that up and I mentioned it in that manner is because, um, you know, guys don't like to talk about their quote-unquote insecurities. Yeah. You know, you know we, we're very, you know, masculine. You know, we, we don't right. like to deal with a lot of those. Yeah. But, um, you know, not to get very emotional, vulnerable here, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, um, you know, have, have you guys questioned yourselves and, you know, just um, felt like... Once I get the comment down, and I know you expanded on it, Evan, already, but I guess that's what I was kind of alluding to. Just kind of just seeing um, if you guys have had certain doubts and certain, you know, just questions about is it me, right? Um, Definitely. So you know, take it away. (laughs) We kind of kind of already talked about it. Thomas, do you want to mention something? definitely like. The, that's weekly. <laughs> that's weekly. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like, wow. Oh, okay. I
1: like, am like insecure about just a lot of things, and so it's kind of like just working through that every day, like choosing to allow uh, work through that every day. Um, when I was uh, finding myself, I guess you could say, before finding this new person, um, yeah, I questioned like, was it me? It was toxic. What did I do? This and that. This and that. And so. um plus like you get like here at Barry inside the bubble and like you kind of forget um that there's a bigger world here mm. that is bigger than Barry this is a small small pool It's a petri dish like <laughs> it's like like this big and so um so like realizing okay I'm I'm small the, the world is big it's not about me it's not about Barry um that's helped me for sure.
2: Mm.
0: And I think, you know, you know, and I feel like, you know, to mention, just gonna like, go on a little tangent here. Um, it's interesting how a lot of times, like, we understand, right, like we, we kind of know that mm-hmm. it's very, we can go outside and you know, but it's hard, yeah. it, is. it is so yeah. hard. It is, it is so, even mm-hmm. knowing that, it is extremely hard, right? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was kind of, like, taken away by my experience recently was, like, how many people were, um, I, in a sense, um, I don't really know how to describe this in <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to try very carefully, you know, but, yeah. um, it, it was, I was very surprised to hear how many people, um, I guess were receptive to, to, you know, to, to just, Hanging out and doing you know, doing certain things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that kind of like were really dragged or kind of like pulled me back was going back to the same things that um, you said very misogynist things. Yeah. <laughs> you said very homophobic things. Yeah. <laughs> you said very, you know, mm-hmm. and, and this goes for like you know both genders right yeah, and, yeah and, you of course. know and because yeah. it's, it's 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 really interesting how how um it's it's something that um that you kind of start questioning am I being too radical here mm. right like what what am I am, am i pushing this too hard yeah right like you know and you start questioning and then you, you start thinking about it. for the longest I felt like I was the only one crazy. Here. I was I was crazy here. Yes. I felt like I was the <laughs> yes. crazy one here because <laughs> I did not meet somebody who would sit there and be like, "Oh no, that's not okay." Yeah. yeah. Right. And so when you and so um, and this goes back to dating. Just because when you start dating, when you start talking to people, you question your yourself, your values, yeah, right? Like was. you, you for me, because you may like that person, mm-hmm. and it's
2: like, are you expected yourself to change? Yeah. yeah. And like going off that too, I think there's a history of us not checking our biases here at Barry. Um, so like, And you're sitting in class with these same people you see all the time. Mm. And so you see someone or you hear someone say something that like like is misogynistic or kind of racist or kind of homophobic. And so you see them outside of class you're like, do I want to date this person? Yeah. Because like, I know what they think by the way they express themselves. And so, and I know I'm guilty of like not checking other people and checking myself too. So, like, you hear things like you sleep under the rug, but there gets to a point to where, like, that rug, you're gonna trip. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. walk under that rug, you're gonna Because yeah. there's so much under that rug that you've kept sweeping under there. And so it builds up inside of you and it becomes overwhelming, really. Right. And so that's when I'd take a step back and, like, you were saying, is it me? Am I the one who's crazy thinking all this stuff? Like, am I
0: actually. it.
2: Yeah, am I overthinking this? Am I. Condemning world. these people for no reason. Yeah. Like what's going on? You tend to settle. Mm, yes. you know, okay, okay.
1: Like yeah. like like once you get past freshman year, sophomore year, you're like, okay, man, I want somebody. Just a warm body next to me. Just clean <laughs> <laughs> anybody, right? It, so loneliness like, <laughs> is something serious now. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. The loneliness it hits you. And I don't so,
0: think anybody's immune to loneliness.
1: Right. So being being just aware that you aren't um, doing that th- like you aren't settling hmm. for like for anybody.
0: Especially here, yeah, Barry, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> okay, and so um, we're almost running out of time, so I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, um, just um, kind of like pivot real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the media plays a huge role in this, right? Um, okay. Well, do you think the media plays a huge role in this? Let me let me ask that, because I'm, I'm over here like, a, pushing just to clarify that like Barry media or like media in general uh, media mm-hmm. in general okay. right and, and I want to mm-hmm. basically what I'm trying to go into this is I'm, I want to really get into the, like the colorism okay. um, and and how our preferences are shaped
1: yeah
0: um, based on on just my my experiences and based on what I've seen in the conversation I've had with my friends people in on this campus you know it's, a, it's already a struggle for BIPOC students in general mm-hmm. but then there's certain communities that struggle even more like the, you know, um, and in that, you know, for example, um, dark skin women.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Dark skin woman and dark skin men in general, especially, you know, um, <laughs> and if you heard the LGBTQ, community, could be, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I guess my, my question will be here is like, how do you think the media has played a role in this? And, um, I guess my question will be like, um, Knowing mm-hmm. how hard it is, um, for certain so gr- indi- certain groups of individuals, um, it does create a emotional toll and does yeah. create you know it exacerbates certain it's a curious and feeling. So um, just kind of getting your thoughts on that.
1: When, when you don't see black as beautiful mm-hmm. or you don't see dark women, dark brown skin, dark skin women is beautiful, you, fi- you you're not gonna see them like literally. You won't um pay them attention at all uh, my mom is dark skinned mm. um, and so so when the media um paints her picture as loud or mm. or aggressive she's tall she's 5'11 so it's like oh she's going to be mean she's going to be aggressive she's going to be alpha female it, it's painted that way so so many people uh, uh, like don't see her as beautiful Mm. And so, that's for students here on campus as well. Like your, like your biases are just ingrained and programmed and channeled into you. So when you see that, you're like you're unable to see the beautiful black women in your classroom.
2: Um, definitely, that's that's real. Yeah, I think the media plays a really big role in it, but I think for me, it was more so impacted by like my surroundings growing up. I grew up in a very rural part of northwest Georgia mm-hmm. like Appalachian um, and so you tend to believe what those around you believe Yeah, um, and so you start to categorize people and when you do that you come with like these predetermined biases of like every mm-hmm. individual based off of like five seconds of meeting them you know their skin tone you know how they talk mm-hmm. you know their orientation or like, you can guess orientation most times and so I like, you're able to typecast them as something then. So I'm still working with myself to break down those biases that I have within me that affect other people. And I think that's something too that stopped me from dating mm-hmm. um, as much as I'd like to right now just because like there's work I know I have to do to break down the walls inside myself, like in my own head. And it's interesting you say that because um, I had to come to
0: the conclusion myself, right? Because it's like when I looked at my history of who I used to date, mm-hmm. who I... Preferred, mm-hmm. um I realized that they, it was mostly colorist, right? Yeah, yeah, because exactly. it was like, yeah, because it's like you know, I was leaning more to like the white Latinas, white mm-hmm. Latinas, yeah. you know, more, you know. Yeah. And so then I asked myself, and I'm like, yo, but you know, black women are beautiful. Black yeah. women in general are just beautiful, darker, you know. And so I had a question myself. I'm like, so why is it, mm-hmm. right? So why is it that you're not, because they can have the it's not like you couldn't find somebody with the same characteristics as this white person mm-hmm. with the same characteristics as
2: mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it you mm-hmm. know it's not
0: yeah. it's not out of the ordinary to like so what is it yeah. right and so going back to your point um i had a you know way before during when i like, i was a big promoter like yeah black is beautiful black is that but but you know a lot of times we can say that but do we live to that standard. Right.
2: Exactly.
0: Right? Because we can talk about how much black is beautiful, but if we don't only, if we don't start, like, checking our own biases and mm-hmm. the, our circles around us, then, you know... <laughs> yeah, you do see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah, so it's very interesting because um, recently there's been a huge movement when it comes to dark skin tones, mm-hmm. right? A huge movement towards yeah. to get them on media to get them on, you know, um, um to, to show the, the beautifulness of it all right Definitely. but this also kind of goes back to also even um that phobia yeah. right it goes um it, 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 there's there's an array of of discriminatory like especially when it comes to dating and stuff right like so yeah. going to your point right you know your mother is like dark skinned but then she's also tall and then you mm-hmm. know and so you know um it, it's sometimes i feel like as guys you know we're not taught to how to love a strong woman
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah,
0: because it's 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 harder. Not harder. It's
1: it's painted as harder. It is painted as harder. Right. It is painted as harder. Yeah.
0: Painted as hard, right. We're not we're not taught to. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it seem it, it seems like there's a pattern, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 but it goes back to like once again, men and women, Just because sometimes um, the individuals who are fighting the hardest for certain equities and you know equalities and stuff, mm-hmm. those people tend to get left behind. They do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> because it's like they're strong, right? Mm-hmm. They're super strong.
2: They they have that alpha. Vibe. Like everybody loves them, but no one wants to be with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. You yeah. love having them around, but like you don't want to go home with them in the night. Like it's not that.
1: And and, oh, well, uh, uh, now uh, now I'm living this now. Uh, my family is is about racial. So I go home and it's just a jumble, just a just a jambalaya of race. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, my mother is. My very dark skin, beautiful. My dad is white. Uh, like now, my girlfriend is white. But I understand the beauty of black, and I understand th- like all of that. I see that. How do I uh, 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 portray that while being with a person that is not black? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, so, uh, like, how like do I have to be with someone for other people to realize that? I see that. You know? <laughs> Sorry, can I <laughs> I think for me, I
2: had the same challenges too. I think for me, it became more so of like a conversation I had with myself of saying, at the end of the day, I'm the only one I need to satisfy. Yeah. Like, I need to be happy with my thoughts and my actions and what I do on a daily basis at the end of the day. Yeah. So, like, my family may not approve. They might say things behind my back. And, like, that's totally cool if that's what they want to do. Like, do it. Please. But I can't let what someone may think affect how I live yeah. my life. And that's just the conclusion I've had to come to with myself. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I, I you know, but I think it goes a good idea with like the idea of like dehumanizing versus preference. Mm-hmm. Right? You can prefer somebody. Right. You, yeah. you definitely, definitely but but also your preference could be colorist. And I mean there's you To be aware of that. You have to be aware of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have to be aware of that. And I think it comes to the idea where it's like There shouldn't be an issue with you dating a white woman, but I think that a lot of times it's like where the problem really comes in is that people who date outside their races, then they dehumanize and downgrade black women. That's Mm -hmm. very true, too. Right, because they perpetuate the idea that they're loud. Yeah. Yeah. They're ghetto. They're mean. They're mean. And a lot of the
2: perpetuation comes from black men, which is so sad. (laughs) Um, So that's why you see a lot of black men who date outside their race. And people who tend to date inside the race are the black women because they have through the marginalized like marginalization of the black men, they have nowhere else to go really. Mm-hmm. So like their options are so very limited I would imagine. Um, yeah. Because it's crazy to me how you know, guys we like to think
0: about thin waist Yeah. You know Hips. Hips, right. Yeah. The The body of a Black woman, right? That, like you know, the the, 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 the traditionally about it, a black woman, right? And yet, they're the ones who get left behind mm-hmm. in most of these conversations.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, because like if you think about it, the preferences of a man have been like the opposite of a black woman for so long. Like even going back in history, like do you want people with a flat ass? Like that's what you wanted. Do you want it, like a shorter stature? Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna find that amongst like the typical black woman. Mm-hmm. And so now that like preferences are changing there's still this stereotype of like get the behind me you black woman like stay away from me mm-hmm. even though the features you look for are often found in black darker woman. women
0: yeah yeah and the, the, it's it's very counterintuitive like, yeah. to a certain extent mm-hmm. and that's why I think um, you know um it's it's interesting to um when you, when you're out there in the dating scene right mm-hmm. question that right like yeah. because a lot of times we we, we like to just left right left right left right right but a lot of times we don't do you you know do you really reflect back on like why are we doing left why are we doing right right like you know and so um like i said preferences are okay but just understand that preferences can be colors preferences could be racist um i've had people who tell me like you know i like black people but you know, I, I don't want to date them. You know, like, I want not want to date white, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, ooh, that's, that doesn't sit a little. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, right? yeah, it's yeah. not cool. Like. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and like tell you to like change your mentality, but just know that the way you're portraying that, the way you're 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 saying that, it's a little.
2: Yeah, well, it's like it's every person of a race is not the same. And like, that's even something I have to like, tell myself. Like, every white person is not a racist. like yeah. Calm down, Evan. <laughs> Don't attack them yet. <laughs> like, it's not that serious. You have to take a second to like, get to know people on a case-by-case basis because every person is an individual and unique.
0: Right. right. All right. So um, I guess we can spend the last um, couple minutes here talking about um, the Girls Podcast. Okay. Right. So um, you guys were able to listen to it. Okay? okay. So what are your thoughts about it to start off?
2: I I felt like it wasn't enlightening for me because like I agreed with a lot of the same things that we're saying. It was affirming mm. to like hear from their perspective mm-hmm. and like and un- like to have someone else like affirm what I was thinking in my head. Um, to hear that from other people was really good, yeah. but it wasn't anything new to me. Like, okay. It's just things I already like suspected that happened. You got it. I. Uh, uh, um. First, I loved it. I
1: loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. Loved it. Um, I felt, I don't know, I'm excited for them because they're, they're seniors, they juniors getting ready to burst the bubble, literally, and so once they burst the bubble, they'll be way more appreciated like they should be, you know, mm. like we appreciate, like uh, um, we love them, we appreciate them, so it's kind of disheartening uh, to hear what they feel mm. um, here at Berry, so I'm, 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 I'm happy for them, I'm proud of them for making it through berry. So once they burst
0: it, um, they'll see the (laughs) fruits of their (laughs) labor. Right. I mean, you know, um, going back to the idea of like how disheartening it was. A lot of people, um, Who are listening may not know who Journey, Tasha, Noah, Mm -hmm. or Raquel are, but they're some of the finest. (laughs) (laughs) They are some of the finest girls here at Berry. Great young women. Great young women. Uh, Absolutely, from intellect to just everything. Everything. Yeah, they're a whole package, and so to hear some of their thoughts was, uh, and you know, some of their experiences was truly heart wrenching, right? Because it was like, damn. if 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 y'all are not going to be out here and and looking for that,
2: then low standards. (laughs) That's kind of like what what I went through like (laughs) maybe sophomore year at Barry, because like that's been my whole experience my whole life. Like I've seen that happen time and time again. So to hear it again on the podcast, it was like, yep, that's true. That's what happens. But like sophomore year at Barry, I was like, dang, nobody's checking for these people who are actually really smart doing really big things out here in the community and they're swept under the rug too. So like, If they are so great in being ignored, what chance do I have? Oh, but
1: but they are, okay, all right, this might be, this might start a fire. They aren't easy. Like, they're um, so smart. They're so, uh, 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 like, like head on straight, beautiful. Voices, they have voices, they use their voices. They aren't easy. Like, you have to go pursue them, and many, young man on campus like here or to anywhere don't want to do that
0: absolutely. absolutely let me tell you let me tell you okay we're about to get very very interested in the conversation <sighs> guys you know when they say like roof roof <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> No,
0: but we know yeah. we know we know and the thing about it going back to the idea of, like we're not trained to handle, like, strong. No. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not trained. Mm-hmm. And it's not even only trained, but we're also taught, like, um, how that might be unmasculine, Right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, and, and it's crazy because a lot of times we're not even taught how to, like, match somebody's ambitions the way they match yeah. yours. So, for example if you heard what they were you know one a couple of things that they were saying it's like none of them not only did not they did not see marriage in the upcoming future but a lot of them wanted to go either grad school or they had some huge you know right. plans you know they said they wanted to get their career started etc mm-hmm. and for I feel like in the from a man's perspective it's like yeah that's a lot of work <laughs> You're right mm-hmm. true
1: the slowest time yeah. that's I mean it's not what I want right now
2: I think too like I've always seen where the woman in like sacrifices so much mm-hmm. to like help her man mm-hmm. come to fruition and like attain his dreams. Like at the end, he ends up leaving her, and like, so she's left with nothing. That's all I've seen in mm-hmm. my history. Mm-hmm. So seeing people who are like so driven is really like, makes me happy.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think you have to submit to each other, and many young men don't know how to,
0: don't want to do that and even I'm not gonna lie even I kind of like I'm part of I'm learning how to do that right Mm, because it's like I'm struggling with the idea of like what do do I want to pursue this person because I feel comfortable and I feel like it's easy yeah or do I want to pursue you know or am I letting this person go because it's it's going to take much more work for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) right right And, 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 and but this goes also with with in the LGBTQIA community, too. Mm-hmm. Like, in the LGBTQIA community, um, well, I, th- I think, well, correct me, you're, Evan, you're part of it, so... Um, I see it a little bit less <laughs> in the sense where it's more like... Um, it's... It's more like when you start talking to somebody because, I guess, the marginalization of both of us, mm. it helps us kind of, like... Oh. Cre- yeah, mm-hmm. kind of, like... Come together, which is kind
1: of sad because like you're bonding on, not trauma, but oh uh, no, yeah, <laughs> <I> absolutely. <laughs> you <laughs> so like you're not bonding on uh, something good. And mm-hmm. you know, you know? It, now,
0: now that you mentioned that, I feel like with, with specifically with like black women, I see why it's much harder for, because it's like the things that they got to go through on the daily, mm-hmm. daily, um, on on, on their daily lives none of us are going to be able to understand that. Right. right. And so no, it's like, nervous. yeah. And so and so it's like, how do you protect and how do you... Uh, but, it, but also the idea of, like, we, we, we as men, we, we tend to think, like, it's our job to protect. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, And a lot of times when they're strong and independent and they're doing all these amazing things, they're like, yeah, you can protect me, but
2: fro- on the side. <laughs> well, it's also, to too, be like, weird. how do you uplift without becoming the, the center of attention? Because, yeah. like, people often... When something's happening, they take the man's point of view and take that forward. So, like, if I'm supporting black women, I'm here to support. I'm yeah. not here to take the charge. Like, Absolutely. This is what they're doing. I'm just saying, hey, look at them. Yeah. Listen to them. Yeah. I don't want to be listening <laughs> to the cause. Well, the what boys. do you need from me? Exactly. To help you out. Exactly. Right, exactly. Right, right,
1: right. Yeah, just be there. Just kind of listen and shut up and just support. Literally, don't, yeah, like, don't steal a spotlight.
0: Right. Awesome. So, um, any last thoughts or any th- comments you guys wanna give to people who might be, um, you know, from because, you know, we're graduating, mm-hmm. right? There's still going to be members from the LGBTQIA community who are coming here. There's going to be members from, you know, from BIPOC communities that are coming down here. So what would you guys say to them, people who are maybe expecting a, a dating experience similar to you, which you were expecting when you first came here? What would you say to that person, or what would you leave on? Or did you want to say something beforehand, Thomas? I'm
1: Noah asked, I think, in the last episode, she asked if guys like to be approached. Ladies, let the guy move your way. What he wants, he go get. So, mm-hmm. let him move to you. Um, Do I have to wait forever,
2: though? That not, wait, not, <laughs> not wait, not wait, not wait.
1: But But I think it would be more genuine if he steps mm-hmm. forward. You know what I'm saying? I think I, it's more genuine for me. Because I would... I, 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 I appreciate that I moved first. Mm-hmm. That adds value to my every move now. So, in my case... Let me move
0: forward first. Let me step to you. Um, yeah, yeah. And in, in, in I will kind of uh, and I have mind disagree, but I will kind of agree with that with that notion too. Just because I think that with us guys, we don't like to work for things. That's right. hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like if it comes if it comes in <laughs> the silver platter, by all means, right? Like we yeah. we we'll, 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 we'll eat it. But that does not mean it. I'll just put it this way. If they're gonna put the effort, it's because in their perception they feel like you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If they're not gonna put that effort in, you might want to reconsider. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, guys are not dumb. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. As much as you know, you know, uh, guys are not dumb, and 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 we, and once again, I'm talking about we as like a monolith, but I know we're not all the same, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and I get that, mm-hmm. but average <laughs> yeah yeah average, average average wise yeah no we 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 tend to um to perpetuate some of the misogyny um mm-hmm. we tend to perpetuate some of the homophobia and and you know mm-hmm. and and so when people are out here fighting against those things when people are here being true and who, who they are and
2: we yeah but they, we don't know how to handle it <laughs> i just like i I've always been told, like one thing that sticks with me is like, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Oh, so, so if you see. go after somebody and they're just not checking for you, like just let it go. Yeah. And if you go after somebody and like they don't check for you, they might come back around in like three or three weeks or something. You never know. But like, just because you want something, don't keep being a dead horse.
0: Like mm-hmm. be able True. to
2: find the signs of like, True. hey, I need to move on. True. I'm wasting my time here. Definitely. Um. So, but... I think this is the
0: most important thing that I wanted to get to, okay. right?
2: To our B A P O C to freshmen, mm-hmm. or people yeah.
0: who are coming in, to our um, members of the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. community. To
2: answer your question,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah what okay. would you guys say to them um, when it comes to dating, or what advice, or what, what would you what would you
2: recommend? I, From my experience, I would say take your time, mm-hmm. because what you're going to encounter is probably not what you thought it was. So take okay. some time to figure out what, dating in college looks like for you also take some time to figure out what you actually want and not what you've been told you want oh oh um, over head, like, yeah mm. well like this is my experience <laughs> <laughs> and so be patient it will come to you when it comes to you like don't rush anything because if you rush it it's not going to be good and it might not be a berry definitely. exactly it definitely probably isn't a very <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge problem, problem. right <laughs> <laughs> mine would be
1: um to be yourself no matter what, play the like, watch the things you want to watch, play the songs that you want to play, loud as you want to, be you, um, don't change for anybody else. I think the person that you need to be with or um, should be with will love you for you. So don't switch up for anybody.
0: And for me, I would tell that person who might be listening, don't. It's not you. Mm-hmm. yeah it's not you, yeah. don't blame yourself, you're amazing, mm-hmm. and don't question your value. Mm-hmm. Don't question your <laughs> your your physicality, yeah right, because it's like it's so easy when you don't get love to feel like you're the one who's messed up, mm-hmm. feel like you're the one who's not worthy, yeah right you're the common denominator, right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, it's not you; mm-hmm. it's the culture around you that would not let you be who you are. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. want you to simulate into something. They want you to be this, this perfect wife or perfect girlfriend or perfect boyfriend, and mm-hmm. and it, and it's sometimes not attainable for BIPOC communities to rise to that level, right? Beautiful. Because it's like straight hair jaw lines yeah. you know all of that is preferred mm-hmm. right yeah. and so it's like the body right and so Height. but but it's more yeah. nuanced than that mm-hmm. right and so um if for the people who are out there listening and you know and they have a choice to make when dating or they have a lot of people on their inboxes and you know um be be cautious of how you thread because you know it could damage somebody Really harshly, Definitely. if it so. There's a di- once again, and I think I want to emphasize that there's a difference between having preferences and dehumanizing
2: people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times people use the word preference as like a scapegoat to mm. explain their reasoning behind things. Yeah, and like we all have preferences, though. That's that's human human nature, right? But Don't hide your bigotry behind it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not the move, friend. That's not (laughs) not how you do that. Like have it come to Jesus and be like, Hey, I'm probably like hurting people.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So um you know, well, thank you guys for coming. So I appreciate you guys. It was an awesome conversation. <laughs> thank you, Um, I hope that our listeners um will keep following along. Um, Please. and you know because right. we do have a um a, th- um a third episode coming up, but um thank you guys for joining us. I appreciate you guys. Um, thank you Evan and Thomas for ha- uh, for being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we burst a couple of bubbles out there, or people at least created things that people could think about and simmer on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um once again this was. Burst in the Bubble with Tasha and Orland. Tasha, Orland, Evan, and Thomas. Thank you, guys. (laughs)